0: Pilot Challenge. On Imsa Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to IMSA Radio. It's good to have your company, John Heindorf, here uh, with you for a quick blast around the brand new street circuit here at Detroit. At Ford Fields and the baseball stadium alongside it. All part of the fabric of life here in Motor City, Michigan. Also, the waterfront as well. We're up on the Great Lakes, around the Great Lakes area, and with the Detroit Street Circuit. used to be right in the middle, didn't it? As we were on Belle Isle, nine corners, 1.7 miles, a split pit lane, and some very, very tight corners indeed. Turn one's been causing problems for the IndyCar drivers and there's a nasty blend coming out the pit lane as well. Also turn eight seems to be difficult to get through. Those are the two areas that have been causing most troubles, troubles. although I would say turn five as well, actually coming off Franklin uh, has, uh, has the issue, has caused a few issues. 22 cars, all GS, which are GT4s, wherever you are in the world. It's great to have your company, and we'll get things underway. After a little bit of a delay, the Indy cars were running late. So our drivers in this championship just getting themselves plugged in to the cars. Rebel Rock Racing Camaro, Camaro in its final racing season in uh, this championship, can it go out with a bang on what is absolutely home ground? And we'll get the cars out for a quick dash of qualifying once we have the all clear from IndyCar. Jensen Altman preparing himself in the McCombie MacAlear Racing Ford Mustang GT4 will confirm the qualifying drivers as they go out for the first time, uh, either from the left or the right hand side of the pit lane we have both this weekend so waiting for the green flag to fly still seems to be a few minutes away this single class is something we've not done before here at Detroit uh, the it's always been a bit of an oddity here for IMSA because of course it's Le Monteste this weekend and been cracking weather down here at the mont for the last few days we're getting ready for our live coverage of the test day tomorrow excited about another gm product we've got the uh, camaro zl1 here ready to go and if you want to follow that and i know many of you will jimmy johnson along with mike rockenfeller and jensen button spent a long time talking with those guys this morning and uh, yesterday and that car looks sensational we'll have full coverage uh, over over on radiolemon.com that's haggarty uh, and that is on our player on rs1 in audio nobody else has got live coverage and uh, we'll bring that for you on sunday after we have completed the racing here on the streets of detroit still waiting for this green flag the shortness of the session nothing unusual that's one thing i'm pretty certain the drivers and the teams are used to but 22 cars on this tight very tight in places circuit well we're not sure how it's going to work we did have a couple of red flags in the final practice session with uh, cars i think we lost the last couple of minutes wasn't it that uh, due to the problems out on the circuit looks like the drivers have been given the all clear to fire up their engines so we'll be getting under it very shortly Toyota GT4 in the field. Toyota GR Super GT4 for RV Motorsports. And, well, actually, drivers still bolting them in, bolting themselves in. So this is uh, quite a long delay now for these drivers, for the Chevrolet Detroit sports car classic qualifying for IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge. Apologies for this if you are joining us at uh, almost 10 o'clock in the UK, nearly 11 in Central Europe here. This entirely down to the schedule, running a little bit late here this weekend still no sign from I thought they were getting a sign to fire up the engines but clearly that is not the case so we'll just bide our time for a moment Turner Motorsport getting their drivers ready And the teams, it's a bit frustrating for the teams. They're now uh, quite a bit later than what they were expecting. They were expecting to be halfway through their session by now. They will have gone through a warm-up plan for the engines and the gearboxes of these bespoke race cars. Okay, yes, they they are based on street cars, but uh, they are quite heavily modified, and there is a specific way of going racing, and the engine warm up is part of that. So we're still at least a couple of minutes away. waiting for the green flag. 29 in the air, 50 Celsius on the track. Now that is very hot indeed, particularly on the bumpy concrete and tarmac. 36% humidity. No real wind to speak about this afternoon. That's 122 Fahrenheit on the track, 84 in the air. And the Michelin engineers will have been working with their teams to come up with some appropriate starting pressures for the slick michelin tires which haven't always been in contact with the concrete and the streets here of detroit in the early sessions quite a few places where the cars are bouncing around most notably through turns uh, five six and seven cars grounding out there as well doors being closed on the car's now down on their respective sides of the pit lane. Looks like we're going to get engines fired any moment now. Oil pumps, fuel pumps being primed. Switches. It's like starting a fighter jet, isn't it? There's, there's no just, It's not just like getting in your car and turning the key or pushing the button. There's a... Full set of almost a checklist to go through before you want to fire the engine and then there'll be a little bit of a warm-up period despite the heat here at Detroit if you are just joining us we're on a hold uh, we've not had the track the cars out on the track yet for the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge now a full 10 minutes late on the green flag so again apologies if you're tuning in expecting to see a full position one here green flag is in the air and it will give you some drivers uh, jetson ultimate i think we mentioned uh, racing in the Ford mustang jt4 number 13 is driving and we'll be doing the qualifying. Rory van der Stur for van der Stur Racing and the Aston Martin van number 19. He's going out in that car. The 28th, Alex Gregoris RS1 Porsche in the 28th car. That is also in the car barn Porsche. Sean mccallister in the 39. Sean Finland in the BMW G82. That's the new shape BMW G24M4. And that is the 43 car. And everybody except the Accelerating Performance Aston Martin goes out, which as I say that it does now, and heads out onto the track. So all 22, says so on, check that yes, again, spin by And then Cameron Lawrence for the 96 and 95 Turner Motorsport BMW, already down to under 14 minutes. And this will set the grid for the Chevrolet Detroit sports car classic tomorrow we'll have it live for you now 72 at the moment Kenny Murillo is the first person to cross the start finish line gets right over to the pit exit to try and square off turn one he really narrows into the exit of turn one heads up the road and there's a huge amount of cars behind him he's got a good gap actually between himself and the last car uh, on the circuit which is moisey Aretsky in that uh, accelerating performance he's just coming out as six and the number 72 heading down to the hairpin and through it already a bit of jostling for position down into the hairpin, which is a sort of double apex hairpin. Kenny Murillo. And following him through to get a decent track position, Jeff Mosey in the second of the Murillo Racing Cars, number 56. A bright chrome orange car. Just made a little pass there on the Turner Motorsports. I think it was, with Vin Bartlett behind the way, yes it was, and Vin getting closed down on there by the bright orange and black Cayman GT4s They, it's the Nola Sport cars, they go into turn turn number six lap times will set a qualifying lap record of course because we haven't had the guys here before, it's Adam Adelson for Nola Sport, Cameron Lawrence goes through in the 95, 120.100, and off for the 96. That's Vin Barletta. And, oh, and there's been a spin as well for one of the Marillo cars. Um, this could bring out a red flag. Now, is there damage on that number 96 car? I don't think there is in the yellow and blue BMW, and also going around and clipping the wall with the right rear. Was the number 56 of Jeff Mosing the better place to the two Marillo racing cars? Uh, it's Rory Van der Sturr from Van der Sturr Racing and the number 19 Aston Martin ahead of the BMW of Cameron Lawrence and Turner Motorsport. Not so good look for his friend. Reversing down the track, the number 56 car at the moment. No, you heard me right. Getting out of the way of the corner, I think. Now, how will race control look at this? The red flags out has to come out I think he just wanted to get out of the way but that's I've seen pretty much everything that's very unusual he's going in the direction of the traffic but I can see the back end of one AMG and the front end of another and the back end is that of the 56 so has he done some steering damage and he's trying to keep the wheels straight camber on the front of these race cars and caster And there's damage to the right rear under tray. That certainly hit the wall. Not a massive thud. Well, oh, how remarkable is this? It looks like he's going straight on at the end of the run down the hairpin at turn three. And then he can drive out, being able to see what is going on in front of him. Shares the car with Eric Foss. Well, oh, maybe there isn't any damage pulled it around the clock will continue to run, so it's burning time at the moment, it's Rory van der Stur by about a tenth of a second from Cameron Lawrence and Turner Motorsport in seconds Jeff Mosing is in third and pointing in the right direction now Michael DeMeo in Thayer's competition hometown car that. Mark Miller in the Team with them, he's worked very hard to put that together. That's the number 78 Mercedes. So it's Aston Martin, BMW, and then four Mercedes. No mate, that's five Mercedes actually. Kenny Murillo Bryce Ward, and Bob McKaelian. In seventh is the first of the Ford Mustangs. The new Ford Mustang GT3 being announced and finally unveiled to an expected world. It's happening here at Le Mont. On Friday next week, so a week today. Green flag, eight and a half minutes to go, and Jason Oldsman gets the advantage of being out first from the right hand side of the pit lane. He was on his own there. Now, did he go back to his pit? Move from um, white number 13 or did he stay in the acceleration lane? You're really supposed to go back to your pit so we might see a penalty for that yeah leaving pit early, drive through so yeah as I saw him pulling out I just realised he hadn't gone to the pit so so did race control, also Jeff knows is going to lose his fastest lap so that third position is going to disappear Seven and three quarters and to go, so Jensen needs to get straight back into the pit lane in that white blue and grey mustang, we'll bouncing to me straight from the under on the ground between 5, 6 and 7. It's a bad for GT4 cars, the Indy cars look very nervous to do that. Jensen Altman into the pits in the number 13. it's the Mustang. Didn't go back to his pits. And here's Shea Adams screaming in agony. So starting a fast lap now. The other Murillo Motorsport guard is 72. This is Kenny Murillo in fifth position. say I would eat my hat if we didn't have a red flag, we've had one let's hope we can go clean to the end in the next six and a half minutes quite a few drivers have not really yet put any kind of significant time in there's some big names down there as well Team TGM, Hugh Plum is out there in the Aston Martin Alfredo Nagerie for the RV Motorsports Toyota GR Supra, the Kazoo Racing car, Eric Philgras has just gone out of the pitch trying to find a bit of a gap in the RS1 Porsche, the 28 and the riddle cars have seemed to find a bit of a gap in the in the, the two now coming around to the far side of the short, it Bryce off. Right in front of him, and is reversing out of the barriers. I don't think there's any damage to Bryce in the blue and black number 57 car. Right at the end of the lap, that was at uh, turn eight. That rather ruined, I'm afraid, the Kenny Marillo Racing Lab. Royal Sport 47 Porsche. That's in the hands of... Adam Adelson to the top with
1: 118.296. Mid-engine
0: car, engine sits really low down behind the driver. Flat six, of course, classic Porsche engine configuration. That's possibly handling the bumps just a little better than anyone else. Coming down to the end of another lap, past the pit lane entrance and onto the relatively short pit straight. Cameron Lawrence in the 95 Turner BMW the one with the white hood the white bonnet he's actually in behind adam adelson who didn't improve last time around and we've got the first one minute 17 17 nine seven eight so that's the first sub 80 second lap and still that bmw tracking down the long front straight right in behind Adam Adelson, and just ahead of them, if I strain my eyes, it's the number 72 car, Murillo Racing, and that is Kenny Murillo, he's down in eighth at the moment, it's BMW, then McLaren with the Artura, more Motorsport in action, me and Motorsport, Alex Felsinger, in the number 69, up into second, but not for long, as Rory van der Stur goes through with the Aston Martin, and he's not there for long, is Eric Phil Yes, I told you, that he was a little bit out of position in the RS1 Porsche. The number 28, Eric Filgueras, goes to the head in the black and yellow car. Excellent work. Found again, it's, it's obviously about finding a little bit of space. The car supported by Porsche Naples, under three minutes to go. While buying just this one session, for the IMS Mission and Pilot Challenge and the Chevrolet Detroit Sports Car Classic, a 15-minute second session that's uh, started late and has had a little bit of interruption. Track temperature is dropped three Celsius down to uh, 47 now, 117 Fahrenheit. It will help the Mission and tires a wee bit, and one or two parts of the track now also in shade in this late afternoon session. Maybe this lap and one more. A lot of improvement. Progress with an 188. Check that with a 174. So from having only a single car in the number 17s we've now got five. Turner motorsport and Cameron Lawrence on top. Eric Flaugueras in the RS1 car in second. There's Marillo going up into second place in number 72. 117.206, 169 for Cameron Lawrence. Still nearly three tenths of a second up on the field. So it's 95 BMW from 72 Mercedes, from 28 Porsche, from 19 Aston Martin. Top four all different manufacturers, separated by just eight tenths of a second. Under a minute and a half to go. Who's got performance left? Seemingly everybody's picking up pace. Motorsport in action in the McLaren. Another quick lap there for Alex Filzinger. 117.735. 117.206 for Murillo last time around and Kenny Murillo. Has he got anything more as he pilots that big GT car around the tightest part of the circuit? five six and seven and on to the waterfront now the tricky braking area down at turn number eight you just come slightly downhill into it and it's very uneven and there's some pedestrian crossing markings on the road there as well that i think are affecting the grip tgm aston martin and turner bmw going down into turn one that hasn't affected that that for Kenny Murillo, who improved to a 17-0. But my goodness, Cameron Lawrence at the death surely has sealed it it now in the BMW with a 1.16-2 on his 10th lap. He's eight and a half tenths ahead of the field. Time about to expire, but if you're on a lap, you're allowed to complete it. Marvellous stuff. Checkered flag is out, Alex Filzinger goes through, will be no better than fourth. Jeff Mosing, no better than 11th. Moise Oretzky comes up into the 13th. Todd Coleman in 15th in the Archangel Motorsports. Aston Martin Vantage. What about the big hit- hitters? There's competition. Michael Di Into fourth, just for a moment. Through goes Van Steyr, and Phil Gredas goes through onto the front row. Porsche on the front row as into the runoff. Alfredo Nagy in the RV Motorsport B, uh, excuse me, Toyota GR Supra. And he was on a decent lap as well. Just missed his breaking point down at turn six. And turned it down at turn one, excuse me. And couldn't get it turned in. I think actually that was the right decision by Alfredo. Made an early to pull out of that and that is that lap gone. Cameron Lawrence has pitted, so he didn't finish his last lap. The 1.16.236 is just enough. He was eight tenths of a second ahead of the field, but Eric Fulgueras for RS1 Porsche has got within a tenth and a half. So, Turner Motorsports take pole position. It is a Turner tradition that on a successful weekend after the race, a race win means it's a taco night for the team. So the most appropriate local restaurants that serve that particular delicacy will have been scoped out by Will Turner and the team. They've got the headlines today. They'll be wanting to take them tomorrow. They put themselves in the very best place they can. So let's just confirm the top times for you. 116.236 is, of course, a new qualifying record and the first pull for cameron lawrence in his 28th start in the series the rs1 porsche eric fulgueras in second will start on the outside the front row jensen altzman well we often say that jensen races better than he qualifies he's on row two inside for the number 13 ford mustang despite that little error when the red flag came out that's a cracking performance by young Jensen Kenny Marillo will be on the outside of row two then it's Rory van der Stoer for van der Stoer Racing for the best of the Aston Martins on the inside of row three there's competition in their Mercedes on the outside of row three that is very much a local team row four motorsports in action McLaren and Porsche from Nola Sport wow we've got a real really nice variety of cars in the top ten Made up by Hugh Plum for Team TGM's Aston Martin and the RV Motorsport. uh, Toyota GR Supra, the Latin America Gazoo Racing Cup. Alfredo Naderi doing the business there. Excellent stuff. Just skimming through to see who was sort of out of position. Jeff Morsing will not be happy being down in... 15th position but it was a fine piece of reversing precision driving down the long straight between turns two and three. Bryce Ward in 12th position for Wynwood Racing after a little mistake by him but no harm no foul for Bryce. So Cameron Lawrence takes the pole position he's out of the car and we'll confer with his team. A 116.236. Write that one down. Let's see if we get somewhere near that as the track evolves during the race tomorrow. 100 minutes of racing. Seven different cars in the top 10. I think we are going to see some great action tomorrow. and I hope you can join us on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. Alfredo Najri looks a bit sheepish in the car. Maybe he knows he had a better lap that he could have given. He went straight on at Turn 1 on what would have been his final lap. He he could have finished that lap had he not gone into the Turn 1 runoff. So then, there we have it for the first time in a single-class race for the GS GT4 cars in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. It's BMW from Porsche, Ford, Mercedes, Aston Martin. Then we've got Mercedes, McLaren, Porsche, Aston Martin and Toyota in the top ten. Jeremy Shaw will be joining me, John Heindorf, tomorrow. We'll take you through the race live in sound and vision. But for the moment, from the streets of Detroit, from wherever you've been joining us in the world good to have your company make sure you're back with us tomorrow saturday it's race day from the new downtown detroit street circuit for the missional michelin pilot challenge bye for now this program is a radio show limited production for more check imzaradio.com and subscribe to imsa radio wherever you get your podcasts